0: i e
1: Welcome to St James Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith. This podcast features edited highlights from our online Zoom service held on Sunday, May 9th, 2021. To join us online or for more information, please go to stjamesleith.org.uk. Good morning, everybody. Can you hear
2: me? Yes, I have thumbs up, I think, from everywhere. Um, So I uh, am in the small hall (laughs) where we have got a technical technological hub going on here to try to begin to bring our services to you all from St James's Church. And I have the very uh, extraordinary privilege of being the person to introduce to you all our new rector. You will have seen him on Thursday night because I know many, many, many of you joined us for the wonderful service that we had on Thursday night to welcome him into the diocese and the Bishop welcomed him very warmly. And now he is here with us. Hey folks, it's the 9th of May and Ian is here. Many, (coughs) many celebrations. And so I'm going to hand over to him now to lead our service.
3: Can everyone hear me? Okay, is that that's lovely. Well, it is indeed a lovely day. Um, I walked across the links this morning uh, and it was fantastic. There were children playing football. There was a saxophonist in the park and glaring out some lovely music. Um, and the sun is shining. Well, it was shining. It suddenly changed, which I think is it. And and it is lovely to be in church and and significant, and to have church in everybody's homes as well. Uh, It does come with quite a lot of technological uh, expertise and difficulty, so do forgive us if uh, some of the technology uh, doesn't quite work according to plan, I'm sure it will do. Um, But again, it's lovely to be here. Uh, One of the things I'd like to start by saying is just to thank you for the warm welcome. Uh, Thank you for a mystery cake that arrived at our doorstep, whoever that was, Um, some beautiful flowers uh, and bottles of wine. And for all the help, um, in particular, Colin and Geoffrey and Elspeth who uh, prepared me coming, a lot of work, particularly with the rectory and all those who helped um, prepare the rectory and helped us unload. uh, Lots and lots of thank yous. And hopefully um, I'll be able to do that in a more personal uh, way Later on, um, I, I'm aware that my transition to Edinburgh is still happening. Um, a few days ago, I ordered a Hoover for the rectory, and uh, the guy at the door who delivered it asked me for my surname, and I went and That's L O T H. And he said, You don't know need to tell me that. <laughs> and I realized now, that at least people will know how to spell my name, uh, which is a, a good bonus. So, anyway, welcome uh, to our service. Um, I'm going to start in, in, in uh, the usual way, um, of, uh, starting with uh, uh, moments of silence to prepare our hearts and minds, and during that time I'll light a candle um, as a symbol of God's presence with us, and, and uh, I'll probably put you on the spot, but if you have a candle at home or in future, then do please uh, uh, light a candle. If you haven't, don't worry, uh, we'll light a candle here for everybody to yeah. Friend and stranger, welcome in the name of
2: Jesus. We gather together, putting our trust in the grace and mercy of God. Amen.
3: Please, together, say the prayer for Purity. Almighty God, to whom all our hearts are, are open,
0: all desires are open, and from those secrets are open. Friends, thoughts
3: of our hearts, by the inspiration British, of your Holy spirit, Holy, spirit. Holy spirit, that we may perfectly love you, and honor your Holy Name, Christ our Lord.
4: Amen. Amen.
3: Amen. We now come to a time of confession.
5: God, your light has flooded the world. But we have turned away, preferring darkness. God, you have lifted up your Son,
3: that we might be forgiven.
5: We have turned away, preferring self above all else.
3: God, you have offered us
5: eternal life. We have turned away, preferring earthly pleasure. Forgive us. We do not turn away any longer. Any longer. We lift, our we lift our faces to seek your life. We lift, we lift our, our eyes to, to see your Son. We lift our, our hearts, hearts to live in you forever. Oh, um.
1: reading from the Psalms this morning is from Psalm 98. O sing to the Lord a new song for he has done marvellous things his right hand and his holy arm have given him victory. The
2: Lord has made known his victory he has revealed his vindication in the sight of the nations.
1: He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God.
2: Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises.
1: Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody.
2: With trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord.
1: Let the sea roar and all that fills it. The world and those who live in it
2: let the floods clap their hands let the hills sing together for joy
1: at the presence of the lord for he is coming to judge the earth he will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity
2: glory Glory to god God, source source of all all being being, eternal eternal word and and holy spirit
1: as it was in the beginning is, is now, now and, and, shall and shall be forever. forever amen
0: listen now for the gospel
6: hallelujah it is
5: reading today is taken from John chapter 15 reading from verses 9 to 17. Glory to Christ Christ our Saviour. As the Father has loved me so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. Give thanks to the Lord for his glorious gospel. Praise Praise to Christ our Lord. Lord.
7: It's my turn to ask if you can hear me. It's my turn to apologize for technical hitches. It's my turn to welcome Ian, and to uh, say that this will be for a few minutes, not so much a reflection, not so much an interview, but hopefully a a reflective conversation. And uh, it's just a a delight to have a conversation and to make a, a possibility for us to begin to get to know Ian um and so my um, my first question to you ian you know is hibbs seriously
3: yeah wow well. <laughs> well i'm just, I'm just
7: joking i'm just joking i'm football agnostic but not everybody here is
3: uh, obviously that was the main reason to come to st james and um, was to be near easter road uh no i'm only only joking I, I have watched Hibbs a number of times my two friends uh who i knew from university a staunch hib supporter, so every time i come to uh, edinburgh i always go and see a game and um, but actually that um they might become my adopted team but i i i haven't supported them up until now my great-grandfather actually played for aberdeen and um, so i should support them but again I, i'm afraid <laughs> i'm an arsenal supporter so i'll have to <laughs> change my ways so.
7: You've also got a background as a, as a, as a, as a teacher and I wonder if you could say a, a little bit about, about what the best bits of, of teaching were for you.
3: I think um, I've taught across the spectrum from in uh, very, uh, well, what you might call difficult schools in highly deprived areas in Sheffield. And um, with long history of unemployment, when the steel industry went down to highly academic schools, uh, Lady Manor School in Bakewell, which sounds like a private school, but it is actually com- comprehensive, but highly academic. And I think what I've learned is that what works in one context doesn't work in another context. So going into uh, the inner city school and imposing your discipline doesn't work. It just gets thrown back at you <laughs> and, and you have to uh, really build strong relationships and encourage students Um, uh, and so what the best parts of teaching certainly in the inner city uh, school was the collegiality of the staff I think under adversity you became very close and one morning we arrived at school and the school had been burnt down nothing literally just uh, uh, smoke and the children were crying and and, uh, we had to get back teaching into mobiles within a week and um, that brought us very close together and it's one of the few places where the senior management the head the teachers the assistant teachers the um, catering staff the caretaker would all go out socially all boundaries were were removed and uh, that will stay with me and um, but I think really making a difference with students and you don't you when you when you're actually teaching you don't realize you are it's often afterwards and, and I had a conversation afterwards with one boy from uh, this school who said actually a conversation at lunchtime uh, turned his life around and I can't even remember the conversation we had Um, but I think that that's key um, uh, as well then going back to the Lady Manor school uh, different set of challenges and uh, instead you know you have to kind of widen uh, make the students realize there's more to life than just academic success um, so, very different contexts, and that 's why i've learned coming to church is that actually what works in one context doesn't always work in another
7: and would you so would you say that per, personally something about teaching has flowed into your calling as in to ministry Yeah
3: I think um, what one of the key uh, things is uh, the importance of relationship. secondly, I think uh, in terms of teaching, I think one of my Uh, Callings within a calling is, um, I do think there's a lot of, I would say, um, wrong theology. I'd even go so far as saying sort of toxic theology based on um, fear and guilt and sin. And I think uh, some of my teaching has been to try and um, move people because there's a lot of, I think, very progressive uh, theology from all, from evangelical, from Anglo Catholic, from all areas which is showing that actually our faith is based on love and compassion and uh, should lead to a sense of freedom and liberation rather than guilt. Um, so I think that that's, that's been one of the crossovers and that works pastorally as well. Wonderful,
7: wonderful. Would you, tell you, would you be willing to say anything more about your calling and what led you here to St. Leith and to St. James?
3: Yeah, certainly. Um, You'll have to sort of cut me short because there's lots of reasons. (laughs) Um, I think fundamentally, um, I think increasingly, I believe that church is less about um, having a set of beliefs and more about going on a journey, which isn't to say belief isn't important. But I think um, I felt that St. James uh, was a community that would uh, with me go on a journey together uh, and i think covid has uh, really uh made that clear that we, do, we don't know what's in front of us what's throw, what's going to be thrown at us and i'd i wanted to be in a community where i could journey uh work out you know adapt change work out um the obstacles and i think for me jesus never really asked the disciples what what uh their beliefs were, uh, he asked Peter, you know, who am I? But generally he asked them to follow him on a journey and they never really knew what was coming at them, uh, you know, from day to day. And for me, I think that's that was one of the key um, challenges uh, uh, facing the church. And so, uh, you know, I wanted to be part of a, a community that was on a journey and would journey with me and I I journey with them. Um, But also I think the values that were put forward in the profile and my values seem to mesh very well. Very briefly, um, the the move towards inclusivity or the desire uh, to be inclusive is an important value of mine. Um, I think the ecological crisis is probably uh, the most important crisis of our time. And uh, for a church that, uh, was engaging with that issue was important and I think uh, finally uh, being part of a creative um, community and um, was very important and not to get too theological about this but um, our early church fathers and mothers uh, the, the three characteristics of God was goodness, truth and beauty and I think the church often we major on uh, goodness, our ethics, and on truth, our belief, our doctrine, and neglect and beauty. And for me, a church which is creative, um, uh, um, creating beauty, whether it's in music or art or uh, poetry, was really, uh, to be part of a creative community was important. And I would like to say on on my um, institution, um, uh, I had a lot of family who don't go to church and and people from St. Columba and all the feedback was uh, about how beautiful the music was um, so I need to feed that back to Suzanne and the musicians and I think that's really important I think that the music and art um, can really get um, can bypass uh, uh, lots of sort of barriers and get into our hearts and souls so that that creativity uh, was important to me and I could go on but I'll Oh, yeah, <laughs> making an attempt
7: to um, uh draw from the tie into the gospel reading in the scriptures we we've heard I, I you can see the preacher in me but but speaking actually not as a preacher but per- personally there was something there when Jesus said I no longer call you servants you are my friends uh if, if, if it's the right sort of question, what does it mean to you to be a friend of God? Uh,
3: I, th- I think if we, t- we take away the sort of sentimentalised uh, idea of um, friendship, I think for me it's the idea of God with us and, and the idea that we actually worship a God who's experienced all that we've experienced so can actually be with us in, in our lives, um, in our loves, in our laughter, um, has experienced betrayal, hurt, despair, loneliness, all those things. And, and I think for me, that's, that's uh, really important. Um, and I think the friendship for me, it has this idea of intimacy. Uh, so it's a, uh, uh, which I think is in our passage, that intimacy that Jesus was talking about with the disciples. And I think it's an intimacy based on a really deep, true friendship that's able to challenge and speak truth to another friend. Um, so it's, it's really important. And I think pastorally, that God with us has been important for me. Um, there's always, I think, in a priestly ministry, one thing that affects you more than others. And one was um, the death of a, a young doctor um, who committed suicide tragically and... Uh, the family came to me and were up, distraught, and I had nothing to give them except to say, "I can, I'll, I'll hold your hand and walk with you in this." That's all, all I had, really, and um, to hold them, and I was really being held by my faith by a God who was walking with me to walk with them. So that that's really for me fundamental is that we have we worship a God who is with us in our pain and in our lives. Mm. Um,
7: time for one, one more that in, in the Acts 10, they're pouring out onto the Gentiles of the Holy Spirit it stands as a huge symbol of God's inclusivity and God's desire. I read that all should be blessed and loved and brought into the fold. Can you talk about your heart for those who are outside the church doors and those of no faith, but also those in the mosque and the temple and the
3: Gurdwara? Yeah, yeah certainly. Um, I, I think there is a move, in, in the a consistent move in the Bible towards widening God's love and embrace. And, and we see that in, in this passage. Um, but rather than get into theology, um, I'll, I'll just tell a story, a seminal story in my life. And when I went to India, I went from uh, uh, All Nations College, which is a missionary co- college, and I went on a placement in Chennai and um, to an evangelical uh, mission. And I-, I have to say, uh, it-, it was a fairly horrid place. <laughs> um, there was a lady there that uh, didn't seem to have any accountability. And to give an example, um, first thing, she had a huge, huge set of keys. I mean, like must have been 30, 40 keys and you couldn't even go to the fridge for water and you can't yeah, you know, obviously, obviously can't drink you have to drink um cleansed water in india and um, you had to go through her for her to open the door to get a glass of water and she was very abusive to the indian uh people that work there i mean really would shout at them scream at them and there was a horrible horrible um uh, feeling and atmosphere and uh i sort of one day i, I gently sort of confronted her. I said, look, I'm not sure this is the way you should be speaking. And uh, I don't think anyone had ever confronted her on any level and it just, uh, she just exploded. Um, And I ended up being kicked out of my placement after about five or six, I mean, I'm laughing now, but it it was quite, obviously I was away from home, difficult time and I I wasn't in a good place. But I didn't. I was determined not to go home, but to experience India. So I left there and just to cut a long sh- story short, um, I, I spent time in a lash community um, to help, but I didn't really help them. They helped me. And to, to quote John Bell from the Ayana community, they kind of helped to love me back to life. Then I spent some time with a Hindu dance group and they just loved me back to life. They were just very loving. And then I spent some time in a secular, and drug rehab in New Delhi, and they loved me back to life. And then I I went to another Christian um, in rural India and they they loved me back to life. So, um, But I came back from India with my faith. My faith didn't seem to have uh, the answers to the experience I had. And there were two clear experiences. One was that God seemed not to be in the place I expected which was uh, the, ch- the evangelical mission, but everywhere else. And secondly, the, 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 the poverty and the, the inequality of wealth in India is so extreme and right next to each other. And um, I found that really difficult. So my faith was all over the shop when I got back to college. And I spent time really, I suppose, constructing a framework which, uh, uh, and that was through what's called creation spirituality, and not to get too theological, but the concept of the cosmic Christ, that Christ is not just uh, in the church, but all in the whole of creation um, and liberation theology, which gave me answers to um, the inequalities. So that experience, I suppose, made me realize that Christ uh, is out there um, in, in different faith traditions, uh, out there with people. Who wouldn't come to church and uh so and that God's embrace includes all, including creation, not not just uh humanity as well.
7: That's that's great. Thank you so much for that story. And Ian, I can't wait to have you preach to us for us and with us. Let's hand over to Colin now, shall we, for our for our intercessions.
8: So let's begin our prayers as we just remember that God wants us to bear fruit and to ponder what that fruit is eh, in our lives. And at the end of each prayer, I'll say the words God of love, help us to bear fruit and ask you to respond with hear our prayer. God of love, help us to bear fruit. Hear our prayer. prayer. Father God, we thank you for our Christian family here in Leith and Edinburgh, and for those who join us online throughout the world, remembering the words of Jesus, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. So today we thank you for new beginnings as we welcome Ian. May his ministry and each of our ministries bear fruit that will last. Help us to grow together in love, that all those who know us might see the love of God working in us. God of love, help us to bear fruit.
4: Hear our prayer.
8: And Lord Jesus, today we come from separate houses. We may be with others today, or we might be alone but we all come as your friends, different, but equal. We come to commit ourselves afresh to one another and to you. Draw us deeper into your love and bless us with the confidence to proclaim Jesus as our dearest friend, teacher, and savior. God of love, help us to bear fruit.
4: Hear our prayer.
8: And Lord, as we think about the kind of fruit that we might bear, we recall the words of Isaiah 61, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has appointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for prisoners. So we ask you to help us to bear fruit for all but especially the poorest people in our society, as we work as a church to give to charities such as Bethany and the Cyrenians, and as each of us meets people day by day. God of love, help us to bear fruit.
4: Hear our prayer.
8: And help us to bear fruit as we meet those who are broken-hearted because of grief or bereavement or loneliness or loss of employment. And we ask that you will give us a renewed vision of what our St. James family can do to be your presence in this world. God of love, help us to bear fruit.
4: Hear our prayer.
8: And today we pray for our newly elected government in Scotland, indeed for all governments, that you will focus them to bear fruit in creating a fairer, more just, and kinder society. And we ask that whatever our individual political views are, we pray for those in power, that they may be diligent in working for the communities they serve, Passionate about improving the lives of others, and open to listening to views different from their own. Equip all our political representatives with the gifts of thoughtfulness, grace, and integrity. God of love, help us to bear fruit.
4: Hear our prayer.
8: O God of love, friend to those in pain, we pray for those known to us who are suffering this day, for those who are ill or lonely, and for people across the world who are suffering hunger, poverty or illness. Help us as a church, and as individuals to stretch out our hand of support as friends of Jesus. God of love, help us to bear fruit.
4: Hear our prayer.
8: And God of love, friend to those who are tired. We know that many of our medical staff in this country and across the world exhausted after a year of COVID. Help them to find rest and renewed enthusiasm for their work and caring. God of love, help us to bear fruit.
4: Hear our prayer.
8: And God of love, friend, to those who are struggling, as life opens up, and some of us move back to real meetings or going out to work, we are aware of many for whom the pandemic has brought profound change with mental health problems, with jobs and business lost, with families far and distant, often bringing financial or personal hardship. We ask for all that they may have resilience in the face of such difficulties. Perseverance as people seek new work and try to cope with the demands of everyday life and find the courage to face the challenges each new day brings. God of love, help us to bear fruit.
4: Hear our prayer.
8: And finally, dear God of love this day, friend of our friends, friend of ourselves, thank you for the gift of friendship. Thank you for the people who bring fun and joy into our lives. And we rejoice that you have chosen us to be your friends, that you have chosen us to bear fruit for you in this world. Help us to be your friend by obeying your commands as we go out into this world today help us to live a life that reflects your love by being a friend to others amen, amen.
3: thank you for those prayers colin we're now going to have the piece uh, going to do something slightly different than a, than a wave following on from my story uh, in India and um, Powell probably knows more about this but in India their greeting is one where they put their hands together like that and they say namaste but it's actually more than a greeting it's uh, actually a, a way of saying I honor the other person I honor the sacred in the other person I honor the god in you and um, so I think it's a very apt way of, of, of one way of saying the peace so if we could uh Uh, say and put our hands together and say peace be with you and let us uh, do so now. Lord God as we come to share the richness of your table we cannot forget the rawness of the earth we cannot take bread and forget those who are hungry your world is one world and we are stewards of its nourishment.
6: Lord, put our Lord, prosperity. At the of
0: the
3: Lord. We cannot drink and forget those who are thirsty, the ground and the rootless, the earth and its weary people cry out for justice.
6: Lord, suffer us, bless
3: We cannot hear your words of peace. And forget our world in crisis and all those who are struggling, afraid, and grieving.